that meme where that girl's like smoking a cigarette and she's like oh <laughs> very stressed out it's me every time we film this fucking audio <laughs> welcome back to keep it on the dl podcast as always i'm daria and i'm liv and we're back we're back <laughs> and we hit a milestone this week yes we did we hit 100 plays according to spotify which is exciting yeah i mean it's awesome if you ask me i mean yeah we're on this is what episode four yeah four so i mean a hundred plays in four episodes and literally probably nobody knows about our podcast I i'm gonna <laughs> give it two thumbs up um, like yeah very little advertising of our podcast other than our social handles which we started from nothing exactly or just sharing on our own instagrams yeah as stories so i mean i'm impressed so a hundred plays is a hundred plays yeah thanks everybody for listening and i hope you keep listening let's get to 200 we got a lot to talk about today yeah well speaking of so we have some fun plans tomorrow it is going to be daria's birthday next tuesday july 18th my girl was born she is going to be <laughs> do you even do you want do you even want to say it i don't know are you okay yeah, i think I, I think i've said it on the pod before okay yeah so Daria's gonna be 30 years old and i think this is quite the milestone i'm excited we're going to the winery tomorrow um and i think it's gonna be a fun time daria how do you feel about turning 30. um not gonna lie it's like it's kind of scary it's been hitting me hard i feel like yeah. but overall like in my head i know 30 is not old but like it just feels like my 20s are over and that's sad no i get it it's like a it's like the end of an era that you actually didn't think that you would get to i would right. say that's how 30 feels um you know we always i always send daria like funny videos um like there's like a joke going around where um where it's like when you make a mistake at work but you're just a 30 year old 16 year old it's always you never really feel the age that you are you know yeah so like what age would you actually like what age do you actually think you feel like mentally probably like 28. yeah i see i was watching somebody the other day on TikTok, and that's what they said they said i just turned 30 in march but mentally i feel like 27 28. yeah so it's like you never think your 20s are gonna end and then they just do and then you look around and you're like oh it's time to like but now you're in a new era right taylor swift eras yeah <laughs> so we're all going to the winery tomorrow um i've been pulling her tooth and nail to do a fucking theme because it's your 30th birthday party and i love a theme right we have all mutually decided that we're gonna do barbie so it's gonna be like fun like pastel pink colors um, no it's funny that you say that because i like i told you and devin but nobody else so so it's just <laughs> <laughs> 
and I think I said if I had a theme, it would be Barbie. And you guys took that as the theme is definitely Barbie. Yeah. So we took it and ran with it. Like that's, that's our theme. But, but I feel like Barbie fits you. It suits you. You're a girly yeah. girl. You like pink. I was like, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun time tomorrow. I'm excited. You're entering a new era. So everybody go tell Daria happy birthday in our Instagram. If you don't, you're not a true follower. <laughs> But yeah, so Darius' 30th birthday extravaganza, that's going to be fun. And now we have, well, a, a less, a less um, <laughs> positive topic to talk on. Yeah, no, I hate when things happen on a Saturday because we record on Friday and then we post on Monday. And I think this happened Saturday last week and I was like this would have gone so this would have been great to talk about so we're talking about it now because we're we're basically forced to sit on it for a solid seven days right. and and during the week when we're working we basically teams each other for like two plus hours while we get our work done so it's hard not to talk about said topics you know um we'll be in the middle of talking about different topics um that we're going through to talk about on the podcast, but I always can't feel like I can say too much because I'm like, I, I need that. Like I need, I need the riff. Yeah. I need, I need us riffing off of each other to work on Friday. Yeah. We're like, just, we're just like, um, okay. So let's like talk about it for a little bit, but like, not we're not too much, too not too it. much. Um, <laughs> because it's, it's our one day a week where we can actually, um, communicate and, and get real deep into it. So, right. So we are talking about Jonah Hill and his ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady. Mm. Um, so if you did not see um, last weekend, Jonah Hill's ex-girlfriend, Sarah Brady, um, shared some text between them on her Instagram stories and accused him of being emotionally abusive and manipulative and um I, there's one that i think is just the funniest um so she started it and he texted her and said plain and simple if well i I guess I should start from the beginning. She is, they met because she's a surf instructor and he's really into surfing, I guess. I don't really know that much about Jonah Hill, honestly. He's not like, he's not for me. Yeah. I just know he's the guy from 21 Jump Street. Yeah. Last time I heard of him, Kanye West was saying Jewish people are okay because Jonah Hill was funny in 21 Jump right. Street. That's <laughs> right. Jonah Hill ended anti-Semitism. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Jonah, for that. But <laughs> Not you can't get this. away with this one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So keep in mind, they met because she's a surf instructor. He's into surfing, and that's how they met up. So she started her screenshots with this text. He sent her plain and simple if you need surfing with men boundary boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men to with men to model to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit to post sexual pictures 
friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting lunch or coffee or something respectful (laughs) i am not the right partner for you if these things bring you to a place of happiness i support it and there will be no hard feelings these are my boundaries for romantic partnership my boundaries with you based on the ways the ways these actions have hurt our trust. Mm. Well, let's dissect. <laughs> um, she she captioned it. Fucks it. See the misuse of the term quote boundaries question mark. Yeah, I when I was looking and doing kind of my own research throughout the week, I think I stumbled upon maybe just like a different thread of text messages and at first one of the text messages that he sent i genuinely thought like okay like he's setting boundaries which i think all healthy relationships need some sort yeah. of boundaries and and what each other um believe is to be acceptable within the relationship so you know at, at, at this point when he's talking i'm like okay like it seems like he's just trying to put it out on the table like you know, here's, here's my boundaries, whatever. And as I kept scrolling through the text, I was like, oh, he doesn't want her to wear a bathing suit, post it online or hang out with friends that quote unquote, don't have their life together. (laughs) That's the one that really gets me hanging out with women who are in unstable places. Um, And at one point he like offered to pay for her therapist for the rest of the year. Um, because I guess he confronted her about like letting these text messages fly. Um, yeah, was like, go ahead. I'm just, it, it was just, I was going to say, yeah, the texts go on and on. Um, they even go as far as to like, he sends her screenshots of pictures on her Instagram that he wants her to take down, um, because she's in a bathing suit when, her career is being a surf instructor, mind you. Maybe he's gone through a couple hardships in his life to where now he just, he's tired of getting played. So he just thinks that he needs to control whoever he's with, you know? Yeah. So then this, um, I guess people were saying like he's using therapy speak and it's just funny because he also released a documentary, I think in 2021, all about his therapist and him being in therapy. And everybody's like, ooh, so now you're using your therapy speak to manipulate others. Which is also a form of narcissism. Right. And I think also another conversation that this brought up, which I think was interesting, especially because the Kiki Palmer thing happened right mm-hmm. before this happened. Um, it seems like Jonah Hill had more people defending him and saying, why would she release these text messages? And a lot of people even besides the text messages being like, well, if that's his boundary, then I mean, she should, she, what is he supposed to do? I feel like, I don't know. I I feel like normal boundaries would be like, don't text other guys. Please don't, you know, I don't know, just your typical boundaries, but his boundary was not to post swimsuit. She's a surf instructor. Right. That's That's how you guys met. That's her job. And like, right. I don't, 
And e even if it wasn't her job, she's surfing, bro. It's a hobby. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah. She's also a model. That's her job. The, all of right. it's her job. So I'm not really sure why you why you think that that she can't wear a bathing suit or I don't know that like I said I think there's a fine line between boundaries you know and I know like yeah. every couple has their own boundaries but it, I, that's just a fine line for me it's it's hard for me to take his place right because I just don't see that being a boundary that needs to even be spoken about especially if that's her her job <laughs> Yeah, that's where I fall. Like, especially like, yeah, if that's your job is to model and be a surf instructor, he knew that going into the relationship. So you can't then circle back and be like, well, actually, like my boundary is that I don't want my partner to do those things. Yeah, actually quit your job. <laughs> well, then you shouldn't have probably picked her as your partner. And I think it seems controlling to me personally, but if you don't want your partner to post swimsuit pictures, okay. But like, I don't think that's fair of somebody to ask right. of you. If you two are cool with that, like, go for it. Great. But, <laughs> but you know, Jonah Hill is asking his model girlfriend to wear tankinis from now on, you know? Um, not right. the vibe, you know? Um, and people were questioning why she posted the text messages a year later. I don't know. I, I have yeah. no clue why. Um, yeah, she just said it was eating at her, holding it in, whatever. Which <sighs> I could get that because I talked about that a little bit with you last or this week is that, you know, when I've never dated a celebrity, do I think I will ever get the chance? No. But if I was in her shoes, right, and I dated someone that was weirdly manipulative and narcissistic not to mention they were a millionaire and not even to mention they were a world-renowned actor right it's hard to just let things slip in the midst of that you know yeah. not okay well i i was in an eight-month relationship i'm very traumatized but they just get to keep on living their life right right and I feel like that would be hard for me too, is to know that no matter at the end of the day, people are going to be like, I love you, Jonah. I love you, Jonah. When really he's just this narcissist who, who is just very demanding of things that are quite crazy. I don't. Right. Yeah. Agree. I, yeah, the timing may be weird and I guess I don't know how I feel about if she should text post their private conversations or not i can see both sides of that argument i guess yeah, and i don't for sure. know i don't really know which way i feel stronger about but i for sure could see it eating at me if i dated somebody who's really manipulative and people still praise them and you know they haven't changed no and not to mention i i just found out he had a kid i did not know that so yeah um and then I guess another little side note is he has a clothing brand, apparently, and they are selling a hat that says complete unrelenting control. So if you want that. Wait, what? Is that like supposed to be a backstab? I'm unclear about if it already existed or if it came about in the wake of all of this. Okay, well, to be continued, but... because if that's the case that's 
That's a lot. I don't know who be still screaming Jonah's name after that. Um, but okay. Yeah. Jonah, get it together, baby. I think I say that literally about every problematic person we've <laughs> talked about on this podcast. I'm like, love you, but get it together. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's all I got to say. No words. I just, no words. Oh. Just do better. Do better. Right. <laughs> that's going to be our first, first merch line. I think we've said that like seven times. It just says do better on the front. <laughs> Uh, so we touched on Barbie earlier with a theme, and the Barbie movie recently had its L.A. premiere, and the stars were out. The true Barb was there, and that's all that matters, Miss Nicki Minaj. So, Yeah, even though I have complicated feelings about her. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that until like a couple weeks ago when you and Devin told me. I was like, oh, her <laughs> husband is... Okay. Well, we don't agree with that, Nikki. But um, yeah, I know. Let's see. Obviously, whoever the main character is. What's her name? Um, Margot. Margot. Mm, I can't remember. Mar Margot Robbie? Robbie? Yeah. Okay. I, her last name did not come to me. Who is Ken? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. And then... Billie Eilish was there. Flo from Progressive was there. Yeah, her apron was pink. That was funny. <laughs> um, yeah, Billie Eilish looked really good. Um, I loved the, the like suit thing she had going on with the pink tie. Yeah. Trixie Mattel was there. Uh, love Miss Trixie. Don't get me started on Miss Trixie. Love Miss Trixie love Mattel. One of my go-to like Airbnb like list number one it's her the trixie motel 100 percent. don't know if you've ever saw it no I but don't it's I like oh my god in your free time you need to look it up every room yeah, is 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 decorated in, in such a different way but it's almost like a barbie dream house it is like my ultimate bucket list for airbnbs but anyway <laughs> not the case but love trixie motel um one of my favorite TikTokers at the moment, Brittany Broski. She hosted the pink carpet, which was really cool. Um, it's been really interesting to see Brittany grow as a TikToker into a full-on influencer. It all started with a kombucha video, which is crazy <laughs> to think of, but that's how, you know, that's how the internet works. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> And that was awesome. She looked great. She was like a cowboy Barbie. Loved everything about it. Oh, um, love that. Uh-huh. She um and she loves she loves music. So she got to meet like a lot of the um singers that attended and and she looked good. Everybody looked good. It was cute. Yeah. And um I don't know. I'm excited. I think when Daria was talking about the Barbie movie, I wasn't as excited, but I think she's gotten me a little bit more excited. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm intrigued to see how good the movie is. So Me too. And, well, I I don't think it's gonna be like that great of a movie. I think it'll be fun though. Yeah, it'll it's just the camp. essence of it. Yeah. Or, you know, the small little details that are, they're going to put in the movie. Like, in the trailer, when they were, like, waving to their neighbors, but it was, like, through the house. You know? <laughs> just things like that. The quirkiness of it. I think it's just going to be really fun 
Yeah. Um, or like the outfits. I'm excited to see the outfits. Yes. All of um, the outfits from all of the premieres have been really great. Margot Robbie's really been channeling her inner Barbie. It's been really fun to see. Yeah, I liked the LA one because she was dressed as like a 19, I think like a 60s. It was called like Barbie on the Spotlight. Yeah. Um, I really liked that one on her. But no, I'm excited to see the 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 dress ups in the Barbie movie. Like I'm excited to see what yeah. they look like. All the fun little outfits, because that was my favorite thing about Barbies was like putting on fun little outfits all the time. Yeah, I've been telling Liv the Barbie movie is my whole personality. Like our whole for you page on Instagram is all Barbie movie related for our <laughs> our podcast Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, I can barely scroll right now without seeing Margot Robbie <laughs> pop up like every other second, like a jump scare. <laughs> you again. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Margot. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited. Me too. I can't when does wait. the movie come um, out? The 21st. Okay. So I am excited. I'll definitely be seeing it. I already have tickets for Friday night, so... It'll be really fun. It'll be fun. So yeah. Love Barbie. Did you ever play with Barbies as a kid? Oh yeah, for sure. I love Barbies. I did like start to venture into Bratz dolls. I was about to ask, were you a Barbies or a Bratz girl? I was always a Barbie girl. I don't know why I never got into Bratz. Um, And then after that, it was like Monster High. But I was never, like I was out of that era by the time. I I was definitely way too old for Monster High. (laughs) You're like 24. I was like 12. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Guys, I'm 24 like years six old. Six years apart. If anybody's <laughs> curious. <laughs> but yeah, um, I was definitely a Barbies girl. We always, we had the big playhouse. We had the pool. Mm. Um, we had like everything. I remember, no, I'm not kidding. Like my sisters we don't have like a weird age gap but it's just enough to where like i was always in a different era than they were and i swear to god i played barbies up until i was like 15 and a half (laughs) i know that's like a weird age to like stop finally playing barbies but at that point you know what i mean they had just like hit in the age where like they're not annoying anymore so i was like okay i'll 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 play barbies with you right right (laughs) yeah so I feel like we've gone like super happy, dark, happy. I was just about to say that. I looked at our dock again. (laughs) I looked at our dock and I was like, damn, it's about to get real dark again. Damn. We're going up and down and up and down. Okay. I'm ready for this one though. I ain't going to (laughs) lie. So there is going to be a documentary. I think it's more like a short little documentary about john and kate plus eight the two kids that live with john now hannah and colin are going to be speaking for like the first time about what went on and yeah the house House of horrors i would say yeah wait so let's did you watch john and kate plus eight growing up a hundred percent at the ripe age of like 11 when i literally i had i had no adult responsibilities but for some reason tlc was always on the tv like in my bedroom so i watched all of it john kate plus eight bringing home a baby um 
what's another TLC show? I can't even think about it. Um, oh, the Duggars. Yeah. Loved, loved watching the Duggars as kids. But yeah, I, I loved John and Kate plus eight. Um, the, uh, the iconic Karen hairstyle. Thank you so much to Kate for really bringing that into the light. Yeah, um, I, I did too. Like my TV was always on TLC. I don't think it was TLC back then. I think it might have been when it was still like Discovery Health Channel, maybe. And then it switched over to TLC. But yeah, my TV was mm -hmm. pretty much constantly on TLC. I was definitely in there with John and Kate plus eight. Um, looking back on clips now, you can definitely tell that Kate was like, I always knew Kate was not super nice, but the way she spoke to John a lot of times is, and the kids and the kids, but I mean, yeah, her speaking to John, like, how did they not cut the cameras? I mean, because <laughs> right. that, which I mean, we know why they didn't cut the cameras. They, they love you know that stuff they're like this is great this is yeah this is excellent for tv right now yeah she was just so out of pocket with some of her stuff like straight up just screaming in his face right on, she literally on treated him like a child like dog shit like she and not a care in the world either um and not, <laughs> she's proud of herself <laughs> yeah like she would just like scream his name like to the top or when she would get really which i get it right she has mm -hmm. whatever eight john and kate plus eight what she have like five twins she had she had the twins and then the six tuplets six tuplets i don't know she would just like treat her kids like shit too so yeah so vice is doing a documentary i don't i can't tell it's like part of a docu-series about the dark side of the 2000s and there i guess is going to be an episode featuring colin and hannah which are two of the six tuplets that now live with john and they're going to be speaking out for the first time um if you don't know kate had sent colin to like a mental facility when he was, I can't remember how old he was a child. He was still pretty young. I was about to say, um, I think like maybe like a preteen or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was going to say like maybe 12, 13. Mm -hmm. um, but she sent him to a facility and said that he was too I, mean to, or abusive to the other children. He just couldn't be in the house. And so she had to send him away. And I remember hearing that. And I was like um okay yeah i think wasn't it there was like a good morning america interview that she had with two of the girl i think it was the twins um and there was because all these allegations started coming out they found out that he went to a camp um and i guess she wanted to speak out about the quote-unquote abuse she was getting alleged for and um i'll have to send you the video she she was like, go ahead, speak, girls, speak, speak. And they would just kind of both look at each other. And she goes, you know how to talk. Go ahead, speak. And then when they wouldn't speak, she would be like, they're fine. Like, they're literally just fine. Like, they're like, they're nothing's wrong. Like, the twins, like, refuse to speak. Because, right. Because uh, they know what's going on. Yeah. Um, 
it yeah i'm i'm in let's just say i'm intrigued to see what's going to rise from the surface because we already see what she acts like on tv i'm intrigued to see what other things that she's doing like behind cameras yeah because the only reason he got out was john honestly wasn't not a great dad and i don't think he had anything to do with like any of their lives they kind of cut him off but the only reason he got out is because i guess he sent a note he like gave a note to somebody that was getting out and told him to give it to his dad and that's like when he found out he was in a facility and it started this whole thing and kate didn't even show up to the custody case so that's why john got custody of him because she like had an appearance or something and couldn't be bothered yeah i'm i'm try i'm intrigued to see all of the things that are going to come to the surface as this what is it like a docuseries yeah goes on i don't know i just think it's crazy because we grew up watching it it was obviously a very popular tv show back then right. everybody knew who john and kate plus eight was and um which is funny because we just kept letting that behavior slip not to mention i mean she would just yeah. scream at them full yeah, blown like on tv and <laughs> no everybody was like yes kate yes oh my god yeah i feel like back in the day we were just like oh, that's so funny how she like is so mean to her husband like she wears the pants that's so funny and now everybody's like yeah that's like trauma and i'm sure the kids have went through a lot of shit <laughs> um it's weird how much the world has changed within the last like 10 years yeah <laughs> we're like oh that wasn't that funny it was actually like trauma like That's... actually kind of abusive yeah. okay <laughs> that was like abuse on tv so but... it wasn't just a fun silly little joke between her and john <laughs> oh okay <laughs> you know but yeah do i think it's healthy for them probably not but they're like 18 now i'm pretty sure so they can make their own decisions but yeah i think they're full-blown adults really going to college and stuff and yeah it's just crazy to me <laughs> <laughs> i still think of them as like eight-year-olds like little children which if you think about it i'm 24 they're going to college like and i was watching them on tv <laughs> you know <laughs> i'm like their auntie I'm like, oh, I get so big. <laughs> Text them my love, like from an aunt that like never checks up on you unless it's important. Right. <laughs> Plus she hears some tea. Like, hey, like I heard Colin was like in a facility or something. What's up? Oh. No, I just like wanted to stir the pot at Christmas. That's no, okay. Right. Fine. <laughs> Doesn't call on your birthday. Never. Right. N no money in the card. God. <laughs> you ever had a no money in the card aunt yeah <laughs> tell your auntie thank you thank you <laughs> thanks for the card thank you for the dollar tree card anyway <laughs> god ungrateful shit i can hear it now i should bust out the ukulele <laughs> toxic gossip train yeah are you gonna download that on apple music oh yeah absolutely for 9.99 <laughs> May I add? Oh, is it? Mm hmm Yeah, because it's it's um it's so long that they almost determined. There we go. I think it's because they determined it was as long as like an episode. So I think it's like episode one. Oh. Of so yeah, so the whole ten minutes is like I guess con considered an episode. Because like who who writes a ten minute song? <laughs> right. So so it's like nine ninety nine for her just 
singing a <laughs> shitty a shitty gaslighting apology um oh wow that's wild yeah so nothing has really came from the surface since then other than her lawyers like like even even with all the other shit that she has done like her lawyers are the only time they've stepped in was this they were like well we didn't do that so just one problematic issuance after another <laughs> colleen you're really digging that hole girly just keep on digging keep on chugging <laughs> choo choo yeah so i guess another problematic allegedly problematic celebrity Zane of One Direction was on the Call Her Daddy podcast, and he hasn't done an interview in literally years. Um, definitely not since uh, him and Yolanda Hadid, Gigi's mom, had that little tiff, like physical altercation. Huh? Um, yeah, they had a physical altercation over Zane from One Direction and Bella Hadid's mom. Yeah, over the baby. Because they have a baby together. What baby? They have a baby together. Who? Gigi Zane and, and his mom? Gigi Her and mom? Zane. <laughs> Bella Hadid has a baby? Gigi. Gigi's the older one, right? I'm asking you if I don't even... <laughs> Listen, don't ask me these questions because I'm... We'll um... just skip this one. No, 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 no. No, I need to know. So, like... So you're like I'm, you're like you don't know anything. I'm over it. No, I'm I'm asking. So so that so Bella Hadid has a sister. Yes, Gigi Hadid. Yeah, I did not know that. Okay, I, yeah, I didn't know, but I didn't know she had a sister. Okay, so he has a baby with Gigi, Bella Hadid's older sister. Yeah, or younger, whichever. Okay, yeah, and um, I saw a clip from him. Like I didn't. I, I didn't really pay that much attention to this topic this week. I'm not going to lie. So Darius might have to educate me a little bit. But I did, however, like watch a small snippet of the Caller Daddy podcast. And he's tatted up, man. He's really. Yeah. He's switched it up on us. I did. Yeah. I haven't seen actually too many clips because I didn't really. I don't really care what he has to say. Honestly, I'm not like a huge One Direction fan or anything. I was going to ask that. The one clip I did see. Is him talking about his daughter and he pronounces daughter da uh. <laughs> it was kind of weird. <laughs> um, but the thing I found interesting about the interview was that on at least my timeline, people didn't really care so much about the interview as they did with like just saying that caller daddy just gives a platform to bad people to come in there and talk about whatever they want because they're not going to get challenged like it's like written in their agreement or whatever that they can't ask any challenging questions they're all oh approved beforehand and oh. andrew tate like times call her daddy that would be a nightmare <laughs> yeah he did go on a podcast recently though i can't remember which one i know I seen that he rised from the surface like last yeah. month like finally somebody got a photo of him because i guess he's been laying low but yeah that would be a train wreck he'd be like women are fucking awful 
And she'd be like, yeah, that's like, yeah. Yeah, we are kind of, actually. You know what I mean? Like, it would be, <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, that would, that would be a dumpster fire. Um, so they're not allowed to ask any challenging questions whatsoever or any, like, controversial topics. No, like really? it's all approved beforehand. She no way can't push back. Isn't she owned by Spotify? Yeah. Okay, so maybe yeah. they're like they're they're trying. Like it needs to be reviewed because they're trying their best, like not to get canceled. I guess if that makes sense. So I guess that's why every question needs to be like pre-reviewed. I would assume because doesn't give any room for error. I guess. I mean, it just makes sure that celebrities want to come on your podcast because they know they're not going to get any pushback. So you can always get a good interview. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. So he just, th did they talk about anything interesting or did you even look into it? I haven't really looked into it too much. I think it was just him explaining why he's been out of the spotlight i saw that he left the group because he wanted to be the first one to make a solo career i don't think they talked about anything interesting i think harry's got him beat on that peace and love <laughs> i think zane could have had a good career i love that song pillow talk oh yeah i mean who doesn't know pillow talk you know i mean yeah it's a great song um, but if you asked me to name any other Zane songs, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Well, cause I don't think he made any, cause I think he was allegedly had a drug, drug problem. So that kind of oh. took over. I thought you were going to say like, it was a one and done. He was like, pillow talk done. Like that's, that's the one. That's my way to fame. Well, <laughs> that, um, it is the one. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I don't, I mean, a drug problem? What kind of drugs? Now I'm invested. Now you gotta tell me what kind. I don't know what kind. Just general and probably all of them. Whippets. Whatever he can get his hands. <laughs> Whippet Wednesdays. Whippet Wednesdays. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, peace and love. I just think Harry has made a bigger career out of the split. Oh, for sure. In my opinion. I'm not even a Harry Styles fan, but I went with my bestie Sam. <laughs> and she, I'm... <laughs> I'm not at all, but we went in Chicago and the, I mean, the crowd was crazy. I mean, the amount of people there to see him was crazy. And not to mention, like, like I said, I don't even, I'm not a fan of his music. I'm not a, I, I'm just not a celebrity person. So I don't really keep yeah. up with things, but concert was great. I mean, it was, it was amazing. He's great live. So, um, Zane, I, I wish you the luck. I wish you good yeah. luck, bestie. I hope things are going well for you. Yeah. What an interesting way to have a podcast is that you, you can't have any pushback on on things. Yeah. That's weird. It's kind of like a weird, just happy-go-lucky podcast all the time. Exactly. And I think that's what people are, like, annoyed about. It's like, why are we doing this if we're not going to get any information now, that we want? <laughs> So why are they adding guests? I thought it was, I mean, I get the point of adding guests, but like, isn't it like just two girls? Why don't they just talk amongst each other like us? No, they broke up with each other. Like when she went to Spotify, they had like a big dispute and now they both have their own podcast. What? Yeah. The other girl, Sophia with an F has her own podcast. 
because they couldn't agree on like whether to um stay with barstool or go to spotify oh and they broke up mm-hmm. i'll be damn oh well there's that <laughs> i <laughs> gosh dang i feel like sometimes i feel like your grandma that like doesn't know anything you just have to keep me up on everything i did not know that know. okay well i thought i was the old one here no <laughs> <laughs> but yeah okay per i mean so yeah, that was just like a little blip I found interesting is like everybody is uh coming for caller daddy. May I say we're running great on time. I know. We're doing we so one, well. One more and <laughs> let's go. Yeah, guys, we're trying not to talk for like two hours because we're trying to keep it at like a good medium. You know, because you know a good podcast time is like an hour 15 to an hour 30. I feel like that's just like a good amount of time for a podcast. I, I know there's podcasts out there that do like two hours plus, but I feel like just for like a small channel like us, I feel like keeping keeping it tight yeah. and compact with as much info as we have i don't know i feel like that's going but i just wanted to point that out that we're doing great on time (laughs) so and it's been it has been great it's been a great podcast so far i really enjoyed it and our next topic is also great we're talking about shein at it again yeah (laughs) they've had a bad couple weeks (laughs) they're they're just going through something you know (laughs) In there. So uh, Sheehan has been hit with a RICO lawsuit, um, which is RICO was set up to take down organized crimes and mobs. So that's <laughs> that's fun. Um, so basically, there's three designers that are suing Sheen over basically profiting from their stealing designs and profiting from it pretty much yeah i was doing some research on it and i guess krista perry is a well-known i guess like graphic designer or just a designer in general i don't want to put her in a box um and she has a poster that says make it fun and it's really cute it's in this these like pastel ish colors um really cute poster and it's got like the zoomy effect to it it's cute it's a really cute poster and but the thing is is sheen completely ripped it off um there is like no difference whatsoever it just looks like it looks like they took a snapshot on the laptop and just put it on their own poster um yeah and then like maybe took out some of the color like two areas of color basically yeah not to mention a couple facts about uh sheen is that or sheen is that they accumulate i was reading some facts they accumulate 30 billion dollars a year more than h&m and zara combined yep not to mention every day or is it every day or every month they try to they try to come up with six thousand designs that's a day per day because so many people shop on Shein. Um, and and when Krista like found out about this, that they're basically ripping off her poster, 
um, when she went to go file a lawsuit, Sheehan only offered her $500. First of all, you might as well offer that girl a punch in the fucking mouth because that's right. literally all you were going to give her at that point. This is not your like <laughs> typical mom and pop like shop. You know, yeah, you're, you're messing with a billion dollar company. Yeah. You're messing with her wealth, her money, her life. Um, this is just not like a fun little game. So it, it, it was just like $500, <laughs> the 30 I'd billion a year company. Tank. Yeah. That's a slap in the face. Right. Yeah. So I watched a TikTok. I don't think you watched it yet. Did you like scrub through it? But basically the reason they're being charged with Racketeering Influence and Corrupt Organizations Act, or RICO, case is because allegedly they have a bunch of shell companies. So basically they you would like sell it to one company, that company sells it to another company, that company sells it to another company, they do something, sell it to another company, and then eventually it sells to Sheehan. And then Sheehan can act like they're not involved, but they own the shell companies. And there's like hundreds of shell companies that they have. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. Like I said, there's three designers involved. I don't think there's a ton of information about the other designers. But it was basically the same thing. They copied their exact work, sold it, maybe made one one change, and it caused substantial damage to their businesses. Yeah, I mean, she ends like fucking with people's life, you know, at that point. <laughs> It's not it's not like a fun, silly, goofy, like, oh, me sorry, we'll just take it off. Like, no, like you're you're literally ripping off something that for one I worked on. Like that's my work. Um, right. And you're making pennies off the dollar, you know. Right. You're literally it. selling it for like two dollars. Yep. And all you did was do a little copy and paste on the old computer. Um Yeah. That's fucked up. <laughs> Which the the six thousand pattern like new designs a day kind of made me think of LuLaRoe. I don't know mm -hmm. if you watched that documentary, but they also had like a it wasn't six thousand, but the designers there had to like come up with a crazy amount of designs per day or per week, and they were like, eventually, they were like just kind of doing the same thing, copying other people's work and changing it whatever 20 percent that it has to or whatever lularoe reminds me of like pajamas that you can wear in public <laughs> that's what they are i just <laughs> i always thought they were so fucking ugly um, that's yeah the the six thousand different designs per day eventually like that's just got to be like ai generated like like not right not one person can make like six thousand designs a day no i uh, feel like <laughs> unless you have like six thousand designers which you don't no like that's not to just mention they're probably underpaid um <laughs> we won't talk about that though yeah you can listen to episode one for that saga <laughs> the factory yeah. trip <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah do your homework <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of i think danny dmc is like pretty much canceled at this point um 
she just not i mean i don't think it would have went as bad if she would have just if she didn't double and triple down yeah she definitely triple triple down um with her statement like she was so defensive about it the whole time and yeah, she was telling us we were idiots <laughs> you guys are the idiots <laughs> i don't know if like maybe she was under like a contract you know like okay like after you once you leave this factory you cannot talk shit about us for at least three to six months so you know i don't know if there was like an nda involved or you know what i mean yeah because listen just because it's an influencer trip doesn't mean that they don't have they're not lawyered up you know right no so they definitely are the fact that she I don't know. And even if it wasn't, no NDA, no nothing. The fact that she's so blindsided <laughs> by this this pop-up factory that they made um is yeah, so I think she's I think she's a little bit on the canceled side right now because she just tripled down on her her defensiveness <laughs> about Sheen. Yeah. So what do you think's going to happen to Sheen now? Um, like, how do you think I, this case is going to go? Do you think they might just settle? Yeah, I thought you meant Sheehan as a whole with the case. Oh, well, yeah, that's what I mean. I think with the lawsuit, I think Sheehan is going to settle, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest. Um, and I talked about this in the first episode, too. Millions of people shop on yeah. Sheehan. I don't think that this 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 one oopsie is going to be their complete downfall to their no. company. And I know you don't think that either. I'm just I'm like being realistic about it because if people are praying for their downfall, it's just not going to happen, right? Yeah. Um, many 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 people in this world cannot afford regular clothing brands or fashion brands, and Shein is unfortunately one of the most easiest places to get cheap close right yeah so i just don't think that it's ever gonna stop which is sad too because you know making that amount of clothing is so bad for you for the environment right. it's so bad it is so bad because where's it gonna go yeah just gonna end up in a landfill yeah and uh, all the emissions to be able to produce the clothing also yeah, so if ThreadUp wants to sponsor us, I will totally take that. Because um, I've seen ThreadUp a couple times where they, like, send you boxes of clothes. Um, which yeah. I love thrifting. I love thrifting. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love a good thrift day. But um, I did just sell a, plate, a pair of Shein shorts on Facebook Marketplace just today. So You did? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And like, and we, like I said, and I, I can't, I can't dog on anybody that still orders from Shein. I understand the struggle, right? We're, unfortunately, people are bougie on a budget. <laughs> so yeah, um, not everybody, you know, especially in this economy. Um, and yeah, I think, I think they're going to settle. And I think Shein is going to keep something really big or dramatic is going to have to happen in order for she in to finally become like regulated um because right now they're just so willy-nilly in my opinion yeah i feel like there would have to be some kind of like government like yeah. yeah like something for the environment for yep. them to really slow down because yeah i don't think people 
unfortunately, I don't think people really care about them stealing other people's work. They're like, no. I don't care. I got this poster for 47 cents, so right. I don't care. Instead of, I'm, I'm going to see how much Christy charges for that poster. I'm curious. Um, well, some of her designs I'm actually familiar with. Um, because they were stolen. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I seen that on Sheen. (laughs) Nothing. You fucker. Anyway, all right, fuck it. We'll scratch that part. Who cares? Um, okay, couldn't couldn't get a price on the old poster, but you know, it's probably way more than three (laughs) dollars. So, but yeah, um, like I said, bad situation. Um, I hope, I hope that she gets paid, um, a well amount for the stealing of her drawing. But, um, right now I just personally don't think Sheen is going to slow down. No, they're going to settle this case and be on to the next one, unfortunately. On to the next design with 7,000 other variations of it. That is so wild. That number is so alarming. <laughs> 6,000 a day. Right. A day? So a year, they're pumping out per day. Well, a cumulative of a year, they're pumping out 2,190,000 designs. That's a lot of designs. But they're going to sell for twelve ninety nine tops. <laughs> right crazy like i said i hope she gets compensated and also like we said if you shop Shein, we're not judging y'all I don't do judge it. i get it yeah so let's like wrap this thing up with last time we talked you had not watched season two of the bear and now you have i have and i have <laughs> one personal beef with the TV show. I think you sh- you, sh- you share that. I think a lot of people share your personal beef. And I didn't realize that this was a thing until I looked it up. But I'm not a fan of Claire. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> I, and if you don't know who Claire is, watch the second season. Well, um, yeah, spoiler alert. So if you don't want to hear anything about the bear season two then right i guess this is where we part ways. i was about to say we're <laughs> so just go ahead and end the podcast right here because i'm 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 gonna try not to spoil season two i'm just gonna talk about like certain characters or like certain things that happen within the show which is a spoiler anyway um <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah um claire came into season two as i'm going to assume i guess his what is his name? Oh my know, god, was it was just in my head. <laughs> Craney. Cr- um, oh my goodness. We keep forgetting his name. We just keep calling him the chef when we talk about it. Carmi. Carmi. Because his name's Carmen. Ugh, yeah. I gotta remember that. So this is... Claire is Carmi's love interest. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm watching Twilight all over again (laughs) um the slight lookups the pausing 
the weird raspy voice from every girl in an indie movie. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, yeah, I don't. And I think throughout the season, they're trying me to to like Claire so much, and I just I refuse. <laughs> um, See, I didn't hate her. I just didn't find her necessary. I guess like I was kind of more take her take her or leave her. Um, I didn't care that much about her, mm-hmm. but I didn't I didn't like feel dread when she was on the screen. Yeah, just some of her parts during the whole show were just so slow. Am I wrong? Like the camera just kept panning over to her beady little eyes, and she would just stare into the camera for long amounts of time, and I just didn't like that. And also, I think you're right. I think she just didn't fit into the mix. She just doesn't. Yeah. She's she's just not someone that I could see fitting into the group. You know what I mean? Unless maybe in the third season she starts coming out, maybe busting out of her shell more. But like she are she already has this like weirdly not funny humor that I'm all, like I'm already not a fan of. But did you finish the last two episodes? No, I still okay. need to. Don't ruin um, it for me. I'm not. Um, I'm glad I asked that. But um, <laughs> I I get why she was there to give Carmi some kind of like pull. Soft spot? Well, that and just like something to give him a conflict of like not being in the restaurant all the time. Um, like something that pulls him away from the restaurant when the restaurant mm-hmm. is his life. So I guess I, I get it. But then they also had kind of a weird dynamic where like he wasn't sure and she was like forward but off, like standoffish. I don't know. They they had weird chemistry too. Um, and not to mention, I've because I somehow end up on the bear TikTok and a lot of people are what what's the word where you're like you're wanting two people to be in a relationship ship what's them? that shipping they keep shipping Sydney and Carmi which is something yeah. that I'm intrigued about but also I I want Sydney and Marcus to ship okay <laughs> I I want nothing ship more Sydney for and Marcus for, I 100% ship Sydney and Marcus. They, I think their personalities mix well together. And I guess, it, I guess this is going to be a spoiler. So like when he was in, um, or, where was he? Copenhagen. And he was FaceTiming Sydney. I don't know. It was just such a heartfelt moment. Yeah. I because think. I feel like he doesn't like open up like that. Like they, no. like you could tell they clearly have a, deeper friendship than just the restaurant yeah and it's it's nice to see that because i think throughout the first season it was just strictly business for everybody right trying to get the restaurant together you know i love i love the back and forth between fac and richie i (laughs) love it um i love the dry humor that it has i was almost i was telling daria like it's almost officey but it's not but it's dry enough to yeah. be just really funny and chaotic at the same time. Speaking of which, it did get nominated for an Emmy under the comedy. Um, it's like 
best comedy or something which i find interesting that they submitted as a comedy because i in no way shape or form consider this show a comedy but a lot of people are saying they just don't want to compete with succession so they submit it as a comedy no i i could see parts of it being being like it's funny but not i don't think it i can you're, see you're people... expecting like a modern family type yeah show. it's not a i get that i get that um i really like the humor in the show um and i i love how just low-key it is um like when richie and fack are like constantly fighting over about shit i just think that's so funny to me um oh my god when richie like found his passion i texted daria and i was like <laughs> who's cutting onions because <laughs> when he finally found out that he loved his like his, I think his passion is kind of like restaurant management, like slash like serving almost. Yeah. Like hos like full hospitality. Yeah. Just his, his hospitality. And I thought that that was such a, a cute moment that they had put in there because I know that in the first season he was struggling a lot with his wife leaving him. Um, and, you know, he talked about it in the first episode of like, you know, do you ever think that you'll ever find your passion? Blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I don't know. It was very heartfelt to me because I know that he had been going through such a hard time and you obviously see that he has this really hard shell around him um, yeah. because he's been hurt so many times. I do love the banter between him and Sydney, but I feel mm -hmm. like going into the third season, I feel like it's going to be less beefy and more, I guess, friendship. Um, yeah. I think Richie's starting to gain more respect for Sydney throughout the seasons, but it was still kind of funny hearing them always go back and forth a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I will miss yeah. that a little. And in general, Richie definitely softened. I think once yeah. he found his passion, he softened a lot. Which, like I said, I was like, who's cutting onions? I was legitimately <laughs> crying. I was like, I'm just so happy that he found his passion, you know. But and then I think we need to talk about the episode that everybody is talking about episode six fishes christmas the, yeah the christmas flashback which that's one that i want to go back and watch because i i can appreciate it but it felt out of place to me like it, i was in a different mode i was like in a different mode and then this came up and i was like oh and I mean, it's chaotic, which it's supposed to be chaotic. Um, but I don't know. I can appreciate it looking back, but in the moment, I don't think I liked watching it. But I don't know if I'd feel that way if I watched it again. Yeah, I, I think the point of the episode was to make you very uneasy for yeah. a reason. Um, it was a very weird emotional roller coaster for me. Um, mm -hmm. I don't i'm not gonna like spill my whole life on here but um i grew up with a mom that drank um and you know seeing sugars like face the whole time um and like how like sad she was about the situation how much she wanted to help um but was like physically unable to because all that she ever did was always wrong it kind of yeah. like hit me in the feels a little bit watching that episode um because in in times like that I don't know it's different when you experience it firsthand yeah and the whole episode just kind of had me on emotion it definitely had my had me on my toes too especially mm -hmm. you know getting to see mikey 
that was yeah that was a lot because getting to see the way that he was right um which kind of makes sense it's giving like an apple isn't so far from the tree type of situation for sure yeah, yeah it makes sense why mikey was that way and I, and I get it because, you know, obviously we get to learn towards the end of the episode that, you know, Mikey and Carmi's mom's weird boyfriend that's <laughs> weirdly in the picture, you know, he straight up looks at him and he's like, you have amounted to nothing your whole life, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think Mikey seeing, you know, the, the drawing of the restaurant that him and his brother were going to go into knowing that it was probably going to be successful because his brother was a world-renowned chef. Um, yeah, that could definitely be difficult. I guess. Yeah, that could that could be a lot of emotions. How did you feel about it? About what the episode? Yeah, just the episode in general. Seven fishes, you know, because they repeated what the seven fishes meaning was like three times. And... I did love when Sugar's husband showed up with the tuna casserole. And they're all like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't bring another fish. <laughs> and then he's like, what? And then she she comes out and she's like, what the fuck? Why did you bring this? And she like throws it outside. I did really love that part. I love the uncle. Well, the quote unquote air quote uncle. Um, I don't know what you consider him, like a mobster, uh, a guy that just has like a big... I we don't really know has, what he does that has but money do. but we don't know where Why? it comes from yeah. <laughs> yeah and um I love how he he has a soft spot for um the group you know what I mean none of that none of the restaurant would be possible without him um yeah. so I really do like him in the show I love when when sugar like tried to play her whole like oh like I need help and he's like let me help yeah. you no I got it it's okay you know, <laughs> so parts of the show are funny to me. You know, it may not yeah, be like no, a bellyache, haha. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I do like how they all riff off riff off of each other. But yeah. the the Christmas episode was a bit too hectic for me. There was a lot going on at once. Again, I think I would enjoy it more now than when I watched it. But everybody loves that episode, so. Oh, God. And then when Carmi and Mikey's mom, like, drives into the house. Didn't <laughs> yeah. expect that. I did not either. Mm -mm. That was, I was like, oh, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's a blessing that her kids aren't more mentally traumatized. You know what I mean? Because Sugar seems to have, like, a pretty good head on her shoulders, yeah. Um, regardless of her situation. Um, yeah. Which I wasn't expecting. You know what I mean? Because his, their mom, like, seemed like hell in a handbasket. Mm hmm And then Mikey did not fall far from the tree. And then Carmi's, like, got it, but, like, not, like, with drugs or alcohol. Like, it's not just... to mention, he was pissing me off hanging out with Claire while Sydney is trying to do her damnedest get the, to get this damn restaurant together. So. But that was the point. That was like what we were supposed to feel. I know. But it's like, it just aggravated me so much because like Sydney's really doing the most. You know what I mean? No, um, yeah. I, I felt for Sydney. Especially the first time when 
they were making food and they're like no we just need to go out to eat like i'll meet you in an hour and then claire calls he's like sorry can't meet you <laughs> <laughs> sorry i got better plans all of a sudden um and not our future that we need to get together in six months <laughs> or less i'm excited for season three even though i haven't finished the last two episodes i'll i'll keep you updated i really like the last episode i want you to get to that one okay i'll get to it um by the time i got to i think that i i told you i'm one of those people i'll run it all the way through but unfortunately by the time i got to to episode eight i was like it's literally almost 1 a.m like i i have to work tomorrow <laughs> you know so i had to call it quits and um haven't had a chance to pick it up yet but i don't know i'm already excited for season three and i know it's not even close to being out yet but yeah <sighs> i wonder how like the strike is gonna affect it oh the actor strike yeah and the writer strike yeah Both i don't know i'm intrigued to see how that's gonna go i mean if they need yeah. like a if they need like a backup or <laughs> they need like an actor no we have to stand with them oh we can't we can't cross the picket line okay okay you're right you're right <laughs> i'm just i've always wanted to meet Maddie. That's, that's it that's really it like like i would just show up just like shake his hand be there so yeah i don't know i think claire that's... bear get it together you better be a better person next season because um honestly you know you can't tell me tv shows don't listen to people no no they you know definitely I mean? do um so They're maybe socials yeah maybe next season she'll be a bit more lively and less you know, spider monkey, fucking Twilight Twilighty. esque. <laughs> yeah. Um, less Forks, Washington, more Chicago, Illinois, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, so, boy. Well, yeah. I think that's all we have this week. I think this was a good, we did good on time. We've been kind of stressing the last couple of weeks because we just want this podcast to do really good. Um, and we've been having like a lot of audio issues lately. And <laughs> start every recording with like 30 minutes to an hour of just yeah. trying to figure out the audio. <laughs> Which in sense, you know, kind of bogs us down when it comes to actually filming the podcast because you're pumped, you're the, pumped, you're pumped. Yeah. And then by the time it comes, then you have to do an audio check for 45 minutes. So by the time you actually get around to the podcast, I just, it's hard it's like to we're be. gassed by then. We've already had the AC off for an hour. It's starting to get hot. Guys, we have to turn the AC off to make sure that our audio is good. Like, we're we're making big sacrifices here <laughs> to make sure that we, we get our bag up. And It's 97 degrees here today. So... <laughs> But we do what's best for you guys. Yeah, we do love the podcast. We want it to be as good as we can possibly make it. So, yeah. So, thank you guys for 100 plays. Let's make it 100 yeah. more. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see where be it sure goes. To, yeah, be sure to follow us on socials. All that will be linked in the episode description. If you haven't given us a five-star review, please do that. Leave us a review. And again, if you guys want to hear something, like let us know on socials. We'd be happy 
to look into it and cover it. Okay. And yeah, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>